Well, I'm in a position of privilege, surrounded by two beautiful, intelligent ladies, both from the theater, and I love theater folk. If you listen to me regularly, you know what I'm talking about. Rahel Padamsi and Lucian Dubey. Hello, ladies. How are you? Hi. <laughs> Hi. Hi, Rishike. Good, good, good. Always a pleasure to talk to you. Yeah. Likewise. Now, the reason we're here is because something special is happening. Rahel Padamsi is ace we all know about, we talk about, and we discuss from time to time. But the ACE Foundation, something that she's been very passionate about, and the CREATE Foundation, where she does a lot of good work in terms of not-for-profit work. The CREATE Foundation turns 20. This was founded in loving memory of her parents, Pearl and Alec, and I leave her to talk about that. 20 years of the CREATE Foundation. Uh, how do you feel when you look back? <laughs> can't believe it, Rishike. Really can't believe it. It seems like it was just yesterday when we started, you know, this whole idea about integration. And, you know, that the whole focus of CREATE was very importantly to integrate children from mainstream with children from, you know, marginalized backgrounds, challenged backgrounds, give them a common platform, do it through the creative arts, get them up there on those stages, get them to perform, get them to be confident and, you know, live a completely, completely empowered life. So that's what's been happening. Actually, for 20 years, we've been working on different things, including a lot of life skill programs now that we do with them through the years. So we've been very fortunate to have a lot of support on that. So we teach over this year, we'll be teaching about 750 kids from different parts of the city. And of course, different NGOs who work with hearing impaired, sight impaired, and mentally challenged. And of course, children who are also from, you know, disadvantaged backgrounds. So they all are going to be getting the ACE. What can I say? <laughs> the ACE speech and drama where they're going to go out and perform and do their best and, you know, have fantastic performance days all rolled into one. You know, I've been to a year-ender performance which involves children from the Create Foundation. So I'm going to actually plug in the loopholes there. One of the biggest things that Ryle and the team do, and I think this is really, this we need to doff our hat to them, is they actually get children from who are NGO students and integrate them with mainstream students, which I think is just fabulous. And I think that's that's one of the biggest things that ACE does. So there's really no, it's total diversity and inclusion. You know, there's no question of anybody thinking class, gender, any of those things, because you could be a kid from a chawl, an NGO student, and you're acting in a play with the so-called Tony South Mumbaiite, and you're all equal under the banner of theater. And I think that's something they do, which is really, really spectacular. And the focus this year is really on empowering girls, isn't it? And you're going really going out on a limb to make sure that happens, not just at your level, but involving the powers that be, which is the police, NGOs, try and create helplines. Right, absolutely. So just coming back to what you were talking about, you know, putting them up on stage, etc. And the ones that you've seen. So just to give you an idea, you know, we've had Sound of Music, two versions of it. We've had uh, My Fair Lady, we've had Rediscover the Epic, Mahatma, all these wonderful plays that, you know, the children get to perform. In. And the most important thing is they get to feel that they are absolutely, you know, what can I say? They are trained Equally, the choreographers, the directors, everybody, everything is all the same. So it makes a big difference to these children to know that they are also as equal as anyone else. And that's actually our maximum at create equal opportunity for all. 
Okay. Now, a series of events that are happening to celebrate the Create Foundation's 20 years. I'm going to take you through them in chronological order. On the 19th, what's happening at the National Gallery of Modern Art is something absolutely unique. You know, there are timings for it, of course, because it is a museum. 11 a.m. to 1 in the afternoon, art tour, followed by Interpret the Art Through Drama, a workshop for ages 7 to 15. And then in the afternoon, there's a two-hour session, 2 to 4, art tour again, and a workshop for ages 16 and above. This is Saturday, the 19th of August at the National Gallery of Modern Art. You know where it is, MG Road, Fort, Sir Kwasi, Ajangir, Public Hall. Tell me about what you hope to achieve with this. So, you know, this is really a kind of a dream come true, you know. So, we have a very, very wonderful tie-up with the NGMA. That's the National Gallery of Modern Art. And they are exhibiting the masters. I mean, I can't I can't say more than that. You know, it's the Air India collection, the Maharaja's collection. So, Air India was collecting art for the longest time. And we've got everybody from, you know, Hussein to whoever you can think of. We've got Salvador Dali there. We've got so many people there. So I really felt it was very important that A, children, adults, young adults get to see this exhibition. So they're going to do that first. They're going to take quick deco. They're going to get it, you know, it's kind of curated kind of uh, walkthrough. And after that, we have selected four pieces of art. We're going to use the creative arts and the fine arts and marry both. So we're going to interpret the art through drama. So all these wonderful people who are going to come in for this workshop, by the way, it's completely complimentary. So anybody who wants to come, please definitely sign up for it. And the idea behind it is when you interpret the art, you then get to perform. So you perform with people obviously who you've never met before and the idea is to have different perspectives so one piece of art different perspectives of what exactly that art is or symbolizes through the medium of drama so it's very exciting we have a lot of wonderful people coming in as well to support us we have Saryu Doshi of course we have Ma'am Nazneen who runs the NGMA and um Lots and lots of people, Dinesh Vazirani, Cyrus, of course, Kunal, we have Arzan Khambata. So all of them are going to come and support the whole movement because that's what it's all about. It's about integrating both and interpreting fine art through performing art. Lucian has been extremely patient <laughs> listening, <laughs> listening to Ryle and myself. I'm, I'm also learning. Yeah. <laughs> now, what's happening is spectacular. Thursday the 24th, Friday the 25th. It's a two-day festival. Tickets are at Book My Show. I repeat, tickets are at Book My Show. Get on to Book My Show on the World Wide Web or on the app that you have in your mobile phone and get tickets. They're going out fast because the Opera House, picturesque Opera House, is a limited-seated venue. And this is the refurbished Opera House where they've done it up so beautifully. It's not just a touch-up or a paint job, but they've restored it to its former glory. It's a wonderful venue. As part of Create Foundation's 20th year, it's a very special festival of women's plays. It's called Rise Up for Equality. And just uh, to mention all stakeholders, thank you, Royal Opera House. Thank you, the IMC Ladies Wing. And of course, uh, Lucian Dubey was with us, the internationally acclaimed theater personality. Lucian has uh, her own Theater World Production Co. And these are two compelling theatrical plays. I'd like to start with Untitled. A, the choice of Untitled and Bitter Chocolate. The choice of these two plays, given the occasion. And then if you could speak a little more about Untitled, please. All right. I think the choice of these two plays is very uh, sort of, uh, it sits well with the idea of 
joining hands with Create Foundation because first on an emotional level, I felt, of course, this is wonderful to do because I've worked with Alec, beloved Alec, who cast me after actually seeing me in Untitled many, many years back. And he just called me up and said, you're my Lady Macbeth. And I said, how are you casting me on the phone? And he said, because I saw you in Untitled. And it was really one of the most beautiful experiences of my theatrical journey to have worked with Alec, something very, very special. And the, you know, the tribute he gave me. So when she said, this is in the loving memory of Alec and Pearl Padamsi, immediately, you know, my heart warmed up. And also because for the last 25 years, Rishi, I kind of stepped into doing work pretty much singularly as an actor, solo performances on a whole lot of social issues, which I felt were very important and needed addressal. And what could be better than going through the medium of theater, which is not to say that I'm not directing other plays, which are humorous, which are other kind of themes, but I continue with my crusade of wanting to do solos, which grab, you know, very, very strong subjects. Ryle's Create Platform actually is looking to help the underdogs, those who are abused, those who are survivors, those who are what have you. So that it automatically there was a marriage between the two productions, that is Bitter Chocolate and Untitled. What is Untitled about? Untitled is basically, first, it is my longest running worldwide solo. It's done over 350 shows. I've actually lost count. And it has been performed in some of the most prestigious institutions worldwide, from Harvard to Berkeley to Stanford to, you know, the World Bank, to the Smithsonian Institute, also at the grassroots in Rajasthan, in Jaipur, in Lucknow, and so on. Untitled is basically focuses, it's inspired by Vijayadan Dekha, the famous uh, Rajasthani writer who wrote Paheli, in which Shah Rukh acted, on his story about a Rani in a court. And I've laced that with Vijayadan Dekha's story with uh, Dario Fo's Medea. Dario Fo is the Nobel laureate who had written this marvelous story, a play actually, on Medea. So one has laced those two together. And the focus is basically how a woman renegotiates her boundaries, which have been set by males over the centuries, and how she redefines through her whole performance. You see how she redefines her identity and who she is. And it's a fairly interactive kind of solo piece because I'm also talking to the audience in a way, you know, I'm looking at them, I'm talking to them. It was, continues to be one of my toughest solos, even though I've performed it so much. As it is a solo, it's tough because you, you've got the whole production. I mean, the whole play is on your shoulders. But it was my first Hindi play. It's 80% in Hindi, 20% in English. Also, I have worked with ventriloquism, change of voices, and I have worked with two male puppets. So wow. the puppets are in my hand, manipulated by me completely. And the voices that I give the two distinct male characters are very different. So the voice that I've chosen for the Raja and the voice that I've chosen for somebody I fall in love with, the size, are two very different voices. And they're very quick changes that keep happening. 
Besides this, that means two characters, there are 10 other characters. Many of them are women characters embodied in me. My soul is sort of reverberating with different emotions, with different age groups, with different sort of interaction with the audience. So, you know, we talk about being in the moment in theater. And all these solos require me to be in the moment so much, even if I'm distracted for a second, which is why, Rishi, I always say, please don't have cameras or anything like that, because if I get hit by, you know, a flash bulb or a camera, it can take me away. It can completely derail me. So it needs immense concentration, all these solos. This has been received extremely well all over the world. I particularly remember when I was performing it at the Smithsonian Institute, and there were about six Burkha-clad women sitting in the second row. And after I finished, they came onto stage and they literally pleaded with me that, please bring this to Pakistan, bring this to Pakistan. I worked towards wanting to do it in Pakistan, but unfortunately, politics always comes in the way and has a bigger power game to play. And I got the visa, almost got the visa, everything done. And then there was some political, you know, disharmony between the two countries and I couldn't take it. But that was one of my most memorable experiences of, you know, women coming up to me and saying, it will make a difference, just bring it. So Untitled is very close to my heart, being the first solo that I attempted to, that I attempted something, waters, I jumped into deep waters, wanting to do it in Hindi so that I could be, I would be able to reach out on the grassroots level too, and also working with puppets, which I had never done. And my heart and soul goes into it when I perform it. The other solo piece that Lucian is going to perform at this particular festival, uh, which is the Rise Up for Equality, a special festival of women's plays to celebrate Create Foundation's 20th year. Tickets are at Book My Show, is Bitter Chocolate. And this is a highly acclaimed, very poignant solo piece portraying child sexual abuse in India. And if I'm not mistaken, it's based on Pinky Virani's bestseller of the same title. Now let's go forth on that. Tell us about Bitter Chocolate, please. All right, so the story goes, I actually wanted to do Aruna's story, piece I've also done, which was Pinky Virani's bestseller, also is Pinky Virani's bestseller. Pinky Virani had sold the rights to Mahabhanu Kotwal, I think, and told me that I'm afraid I cannot give it to you. So I said, okay. Then I read her bitter chocolate. And again, I was hit by the potency of the material. And I called her up yet again. And I said, if you will not give me Aruna's story, or you cannot give me Aruna's story, how about giving me bitter chocolate? Because I think this is also extremely important to address because it's something that is kept hidden behind doors. She said, I will give it to you when I see what you are planning to carve out of it. So I said, all right, I'll show you my script. Now, I have been working in at least four of my solos, Rishi, with Arvind Gaur, who I respect enormously. He does Hindi theater mostly, but he's extremely skilled in, you know, the way he can look at material and how he can visualize it. And he gives me a lot of freedom in how I conceive it sometimes with him and how I portray the characters and how I decide to fly with the roles. It gives me complete freedom. 
And I love that about him. So once again, I went to, after Untitled, which he has also directed, I went to him with Bitter Chocolate and I said, Arvindji, I want to do this piece and I want to do it with you. And he said that, all right, let's look at it and let's come together and see what we can cook together. So I had my first draft of the script. I sent it to Pinky Virani. She looked at it. She said, I like it, but I want to see you perform in rehearsal. I said, all right. I showed her my first run of the rehearsal. She just loved it. And she told me, Lucian, just go ahead, do it. And then I started doing it. And again, I did it internationally because Charles, as well as in cities in India. And I realized that all these subjects, Rishi, are so strong, are so alive, need so much addressal everywhere. And it's amazing to see the reactions in a country like the US, in UK, in Muscat, in Dubai, in a city like Delhi, a city like Bombay. Human beings are the same everywhere. They all feel the same pain. They feel the same deprivation that why are we not addressing these subjects? Why are we not taking it beyond the stage? If at all, Lucian is doing it, why is it not going? And that is why I love working with Ryan because A, besides being a friend who I value and I, I dearly treasure, she's always open to my work because I think she knows that it's not just doing it for the sake of doing something that is a social issue. I actually believe in this. You know, today when I tell my girls that, listen, marriage is not important. A companion, yes, is important. But to feel that you're a certain age and you have to be married, you're a certain age and you have to have children, this is being redefined too. The whole concept of family is being redefined. So coming back to Bitter Chocolate, I think in this play, again, it is, uh, you know, I have to go through mercurial changes because straight after a lawyer, I go into a kid who's like 11 years old. And from in an 11 year old, I may jump into a guru. From a guru, I may jump into a South Indian lady. And so it's just, you know, sort of, it's so mercurial that I've got to be all there and not lose it. And then there are very quick costume changes. So it's crazy backstage because I've got to also keep that in mind that, you know, I can't disturb my label and I have to quickly be changing and I've got to keep the flow running of emotion. But I have to tell you that whenever I do these pieces, yes, I'm expended of energy and emotion, which, you know, has to be there because it has to be in the moment, and if I am to be, I keep remembering, remembering Stanislavski's words, the guru, the Russian guru of theater, where he's, oh, his dictum has always stayed with me, which is 49% is with the actor, and 51% is what you shoot out there and infuse into your audience. So all these plays are on the bedrock of real emotion, and I must be able to reach my audience. Both days, 7.30pm at the Royal Opera House. That is Thursday the 24th, Friday the 25th. Tickets are at Book My Show. Please go support theatre, support the arts. Also, I want to tell you guys, if you can go out to thecreatefoundation.org, thecreatefoundation.org, right at the top of the website when it opens up is a Donate Now platform. Please click on that button and donate generously because it's a not-for-profit. Ryle's not doing this to make a quick buck or anything of the sort. This is really societal outreach at its absolute best. And you have to see these kids from the Create Foundation actually perform. Now, on to Ryle's ace. 
and Riles right. Ace is very active on social media. So you can go to Instagram and do Riles Ace and uh, they'll pop up Facebook, Riles Ace. And I'm very close to Riles Ace. My family is, which is why I'm very happy to talk about it, you know, with the drop of a hat. So Aladdin, the modern musical, not an easy one for the kids to do. Harry Potter, the play, lots of fun for the kids to do. Talk me through that. <laughs> Act on stage. Riles Ace is Act on Stage. Yeah, so Rishika, you know, I just felt, you know, we do speech and drama workshops through the year. They perform, they perform on stage, they perform in their centers. We have, you know, almost now 50 centers across the city. This is for kids, mainstream kids from the age four upwards. I was very keen that kids get a grounding in actually what it is to be able to perform on a professional stage, lights, sound sets, costumes, props, you've seen it. It's a different ball game altogether. And when you get four-year-olds upward to do that, I mean, I think that's the kind of grounding for life. They love it. They enjoy it. Earlier, I used to say, we'll, uh, you know, sensitize them and we take them around the theater, run around the theater. Today, there's no such thing. <laughs> They're ready to go on before we are. You know, it's a lovely, lovely experience. So the whole idea is to for them to understand A, the discipline of theater, B, of course, the stories are lovely. This year, we've decided to do musical versions of them. So they're very exciting for the kids. So yes, so there's, like we said, there's Aladdin and there's Harry Potter, the play. Kids are super, super excited. They're right now reading for their roles. They're rehearsing. They're auditioning. They're getting out there. So they understand the audition process. They understand also that, you know, everybody doesn't get all the roles. You have to be able to see that you fit into that particular character or that you can play that character. And then, of course, the graph of the play all that you know everything the theory of theater as well is taught to them so it's a lovely lovely experience and I can't tell you they are too excited as we are as well so yeah that's on in fact across the city anybody who wants to join can certainly go to Ace Productions start in and see what is happening and it's all up there so you know we have about 30 hours of training for this particular workshop that we're doing act on stage and then of course they get to perform we're hopefully going to be performing at the ncpa so the kids will have a real blast and be able to also understand all the nitty-gritties and the technicalities of theater sound light like i said they're going to get a really really good wholesome training in this area and i'm very excited about it well, take it from a very involved parent. Ryle's uh, ACE team is fabulous. So even if there's a workshop that is currently underway, if they can get you into it, they'll immediately get you into it. The other way is they always put you on a waiting list so that the next one that starts closest to your place of, of residence, they reach out, WhatsApp groups are formed. It's very proactive. The parents and the teachers and the students all get very involved. So just if you could go on to Instagram or Facebook and just register, throw out your number, you'll have people reaching out to you. Now, the theme is Rise Up for Equality. The fact that Create Foundation has finished 20 years. And Lucian talked about her association with you, but I'd like you to talk about in the light of the two plays that she's doing, all that you hope to achieve, one of which is very, very important. Uh, you sent a wonderful note to me saying 103, a dedicated number for the safety of women in Mumbai, 40 dedicated numbers area-wise in Mumbai by the Maharashtra Police for the safety of women. You also hope to set up one-stop centers, which are, you know, 24 by 7 facilities by the Ministry of Women and Child Development in counseling, medical, legal, police. So you're working actively with Maharashtra Police, Maharashtra Government to make all these things happen. I think that would be a nice way to sign off. 
Absolutely. So for this year, Rishi, I said we have to focus on women and children. And then I thought about it and I said, what is it actually that we want to do? We want to make Maharashtra the safest for women and children globally. It's a huge ask. Everybody who I say that to the, oh, oh, okay. But I say that it can be done because for the simple reason that, you know, the three pillars of democracy, the judiciary, the government, and of course, the executive and the police, they all have fantastic schemes in place for women and children. They are amazing. And in Maharashtra, I feel they really, really, really are far above what you get anywhere in the world. The main thing is dissemination of information, of course, and implementation. So we're actively working with these agencies to be able to see how we as civil society and create foundation as a charitable trust can get in there and use our resources and the people we know and we have access to to make this all a reality. Because unless civil society gets involved, there is no way that you can sit back on your um, chair and just say, oh, you know what, that's not working. Oh, yeah, no, no, it's all terrible. We can't work. But it's all up to all of us. And that's why I felt we kick off with this particular festival of women's plays with Lucian, who is the most unbelievable performer. I mean, I must have seen her a gazillion times. Every time I see her on stage, she just mesmerizes me. And of course, the rest of the audience. She's really, really one of the most brilliant actors in the world, I feel. That's my, my thing. And Lucian, I'm sure. A lot of other people do it too. That's why you've done so many shows. That's why you've done, you've performed so much and you've managed to do so much. But coming back to our Make Maharashtra the safest for women and children, we are, like I said, uh, the, the government actually has one-stop centers for women. Anything that happens to you, you can go to KEM Hospital and there's another center at Jogeshwari. Go there. They will look after you. They will give you medical, legal, financial. They'll give you a place to stay. They'll give you everything. It's all there. So my point is that everything exists. We just have to amplify it and we have to make sure that everybody knows about it. The police are also doing a fantastic thing. 103 is their number for women in distress. So anyone who's a woman in distress or feels like she's in trouble, she has to call 103. Within 10 minutes, the cops will be with her and she can definitely get help in that respect. They also have these fantastic things on Saturdays where all women are able to go to the cop station and, you know, discuss whatever issues that they have, if they have any grievances, if they have any complaints that they need to make, if things are not moving fast enough. Those days are dedicated for women. So there's a lot happening. And why bitter chocolate as well? Because it is on child sexual abuse. It's very important that we bring it out there. So in the audience also, we manage to get people who are directly related to both these areas. So the people are going to be there from the judiciary, from schools, principals, NGOs that are actually dealing with these issues. Very importantly, top lawyers who are going to also help and give us their services pro bono. So it's all a coming together of people who are like-minded. And if you're not like-minded, you certainly get like-minded after the shows. <laughs> because it. trust me, it's all about each and every one of us. And we have to have to make that effort. I just feel it's so important about legacy as well. What are you leaving behind for your kids? Is it the four walls of your house? Is it that diamond set that they're going to get married in? No. This is what you got to leave behind. This, you know, you have to take part. You have to get involved. You have to be part of the solution. So that's 
what I feel we can do for this year. And I'm so happy, Rishke, that you supported us in this and that you believe in the work that we do. Ryle and reform go hand in hand. <laughs> <laughs> And and as friends, Lucian, you, me, we have to, we have to, how can we not go and support this wonderful lady and, you know, all her wonderful deeds. Thank you very much, Lucian Dube. Thank you very much, Rahil Padamsi. Hope to see Thank you guys you. very, very soon. Keep up the great work. Thank I you. hope you come to see the shows. We'd love to see you there. I shall. I shall.